0: And, you know, when you start a business or when you're growing a business, I, I think there's a phrase and I can't remember who said it, but it's like new level, new devil. Yeah, you grow, you're going to be faced with challenges. And when you're learning something new or you're about to grow to the next level, oh my goodness, you're going to be challenged. And it there's a tendency to beat ourselves up or give ourselves some grace. And how, you know, I love the idea of speaking to ourselves the way that we would speak to a loved one or a best friend. You would be so kind and and gentle, but also with a little bit of tough love, but forgiving and just giving her all these words of encouragement. But yet for ourselves, we have some harsh language. So shut that mean girl up.
1: Welcome back to the Balance Boley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive and work life and in love. Here we are, everybody. We are wrapping up season 22. My favorite, absolutely most coveted season of the entire year. I know a lot of you have been waiting for this year to be over. I have specifically, I can't talk and it's all good. I have specifically been waiting for this season because it is my number one guiding principle. I literally live by this season's mantra of fully living the life that you teach. You have to live it out, whether you are flawed and you're working on fixing those flaws, you're rolling some of them in, or you're just figuring out that you need a little extra guidance and help in a different way than you did the season prior. This is your time to get your life, get it all the way together. Because if you didn't learn anything from everything that we all as a global humanity have gone through this entire year, you learned that life is short. And it is precious. And it is important that we walk our talk as simply put as possible, which is why I am so thrilled to be wrapping up this season with this woman who gives such phenomenal energy. We have already connected. I know we're not letting each other go even beyond this recording of this podcast and all the months and months and months to come. We are at the beginning of our relationship. And I hope this is the beginning of the relationship with her, with you as well. I would love to welcome Verona, Veronica, I can't talk, Veronica Sagasumi, like just that, just that quick, like her whole entire name was in my head. And I was like, don't mess up her name. You love her already. Don't you mess up her name. Veronica Sagasumi is a business strategist and CFO consultant with a passion for helping corporate accounting professionals monetize their experience by starting and growing, let's underline, growing, their own profitable consulting businesses. In 2011, after 20 years in corporate America, Veronica left her executive job to start her own consulting practice, which she quickly grew to multiple six figures. In 2016, she ventured online to have a greater reach, deeper impact, and help others achieve exactly what she did. This woman is walking her talk. I would love to introduce all of you to her right now. Without further ado, welcome Veronica Sagosumi to the Balance Bowling Podcast.
0: What a great introduction! I, you know, I'm so happy to be here because, like you said, we've already connected. We've been talking. We've had a, this is not our first conversation, so I know we're going to have an incredible conversation that your listeners get to sort of like, you know, have a behind the scenes or even like listen in on. I'm, exactly. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thank you. For no, thank
1: you and you heard me I'm like laughing I'm like I can't say her name because I'm so focused on not mispronouncing it because we know exactly
0: exactly that's what happens
1: super hilarious Uh, so Veronica I would love before we like dive into all the Mm -hmm. juicy goodness if you could just share a little bit more about what you've been doing in the world recently with your clients
0: You know, this this year, what a year of learning experiences and opportunities, you know, some opportunities to show up in a different way, to show up as a better version of ourselves, because if we have not learned to be better in order to do better, shame on us. I think that the world, the world turned upside down earlier in 2020. I think that a lot of us had these great big goals, right? These plans. And then Mother Nature and the world had a different plan. So I think that it was important for not only myself, but other business owners and, and just people in, in globally to pivot. And pivot sometimes doesn't have the respect that it should. It means to be able to act and react, yeah. react in the way that will make you um I don't want to say a better person, but will make you be sensitive and thoughtful of what's going on in the world and that is not just as a human being, but as a business owner, you have an even greater responsibility because you're thinking about your business your your team, your clients your prospects, your audience who are you impacting how are you impacting them and, and- so with everything that had been going on in the world and we will continue to see it it it's okay for us to Some of us, I know that I did, to pause for a second and think about how do I want to show up? How do I want to be of service? How do I want to be part of the solution and change? And how can I also help my clients or my prospects, my audience to be able to um, see me as someone that can lead by example and someone that they feel safe with to come to and help them along their journey as well? So you asked me, you know, how, what have I been doing with my clients? A lot of the conversations started when um, COVID-19, the virus uh, impacted the economy. And when we thought everything was going so well, suddenly, with everything that's going on in the world, with everything that has been going on in the world, you know, it was important for us to be able to pay attention to how we wanted to show up, not just for ourselves, but for our business, our clients, our friends, our family, because we, believe it or not, right, we are leading by example. And so it was important for us to not just think about and react to whatever has been, was going on in the world up to a point. And right now, at the time of this recording, we're still in it. You know, the, there's a lot going on we're still with the virus, with COVID-19, and still with our nation just being turned upside down. And so when the world, you know, acts a certain way, when the mother nature has other plans for us, we are, we have, right, we have a responsibility to think about what can we do to be part of the solution, part of the change, and to know better in order for us to do better, right? Yep, and a so, thousand percent. Yeah, with having said all that, you know, the way that I've been showing up for my clients, especially when, when COVID um, hit, it was the The pandemic that brought the economy to its knees, you know, and we're going to be feeling this consequence for a really long time. And the first wave that where people started to really panic in addition to already feeling so much stress with the pandemic was realizing that even though they did a great job, they were at risk of losing their job for no fault of their own. And in the midst of that stressful situation already, now they have to worry about losing their income losing their health benefits and knowing that there's nothing that they did wrong what do i do now what am i going to do now or what if i'm next all those questions come Mm -hmm. up in, in in this when an economy gets hit but also with a pandemic and so that's what i i started the conversations uh earlier this year with my not only my clients but the prospects you know i have a two sides to my business one side, I am a consultant for corporations who were you know, filing for those uh, payroll protection program uh, loans and still having to have the difficult decisions to lay people off. And I'm on the other side where I'm working with uh, people who want to start a business and now feeling like, is this the right time? Uh, or should I just, you know, w- almost feeling paralyzed? And you hear that in my voice because that's the panic that I was hearing when I was having these conversations. And so I had to really think about how am I going to help them get through this and also have them see me how I'm showing up. And I think that a lot of times when we are in positions of leadership or at the forefront where we have people counting on us, whether it's our friends, family, our clients, or even our staff, our team, we are going to let them know how they should behave, how they should react, right? They're looking to us, well, is she, is she okay? Is she, well, if she's calm, then I guess I should be calm too. It's, it's that leading by example. And so that's what I've been doing with my clients is having the conversations to prioritize, to also uh, understand where they're coming from, where they're at in order to then help them to where they're going to be going. And there's a short-term plan and a long-term plan, but the conversation of them realizing you can't count on that job stability. That, went out the, that just went out the window. And again, it's not because they did anything wrong. It's a symptom of everything else that we were hit with. 2020 is going
1: to gonna go down in history, and we're part of that history. Mm-hmm. That is the truth on so many levels. And I, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about some of the multiple conversations that we've had as well. The same thing, you know, if if they have twenty, fifty, a $100,000 that were was beyond their emergency fund, that they were thinking of a one day someday fund is what a, a lot of people call it like one day someday, I'll mm-hmm. either retire one with day this day or day. right mm-hmm. or buy a business or a franchise or whatever it is. They're really nervous about Touching it be, because of that exact thing. Like, even if I'm quote unquote gainfully employed, whatever that means, um, mm-hmm. in that particular moment, especially with everything that was going on with COVID, you know, what if they decide to let me lay me off um, or, mm-hmm. do, you know, do a furlough, depending on the industry or whatever, in the next three or four months? And we have little people at home that are only seconds from going to college or they're in college and, oh boy, how do I continue to pay their tuition? You know, all those conversations are really have been and probably will be quite honestly for at least 18 to 24 months have people on their their toes a little bit wondering is now the time or is it not the time yet everything around me is showing me that I can't rely on on any one entity I have to make sure that I've created a plan so I'm sure that's coming
0: up exactly we have to you know see the opportunity and then create the opportunity by responding to it and fear is definitely a factor here mm-hmm. because we're not just talking about a loss of job you know we're talking about also taking care of ourselves and taking care of our loved ones to make sure that we don't that we stay healthy so that we don't need that health care or another just another thing to worry about or for and so yeah you can't i think those that that i was never one to only have one job or one thing amen (laughs) we you know most of us have that multiple what you're always looking for what else and we get antsy too i think if we're entrepreneurs business owners we always like to have more than one thing going on it's just in our nature and so the relying on the one job that that went away a long long time ago for me but what i don't want to do is minimize people's fear or their their stress level but rather allow them to dream or think about or what would it look like you know asking those questions of like okay this is where you're at this is what you're going through what are you afraid of acknowledging that but that don't stay in the fear move past the fear and then move on to what are the immediate steps that we can take next so that we can continue moving forward and seize the opportunity because there are opportunities mm-hmm. um, in everything absolutely in everything not just monetary or, or finances or business but also in just being part of a community being part of change being part of a movement there's just a up- opportunity unfortunately and fortunately this year has provided us with a lot of opportunity for us to grow and to grow past um, something that may have been either out of our comfort zone and move into an uncomfortable, uh, situation, but again, that allows us to grow as people.
1: No, as well, absolutely. As, well as business owners, I, I think you hit that that nail on the head a couple of times when you talked about the fact that everything has its own gift inside mm-hmm. of it. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's very difficult to see it when you have, you know, painful moments kind of ringing down around you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. usually, typically, when we 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 can back up a little bit and just kind of remove ourselves from at least the heat that pulsates pulsates off that pain, Mm -hmm. we can see an opportunity for the stillness that comes with it, for us to just be able to at least look at what just happened. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? Why Mm -hmm. is that happening? What what lesson am I supposed to be learning right now? And sometimes it could be as broad as, all right, Nikita, maybe part of the lesson is that you don't need to be asking these questions by yourself. Maybe the lesson is you need to evaluate that you, you either do have a team that isn't working for you, don't have a team of advisors, and maybe it's time you get one because you want to grow to the next level and you can't be the, you know, we all have had that moments when we're like walking around, talking to ourselves like, okay, well, <laughs> and, it, and it's all good. That has its place, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes the, the pain that we just experienced was a reminder that whatever we were doing prior to that isn't working. Um, and even if that's the the one lesson is just this is what you can no longer do, right that it speaks volumes for that, and I know you know, just going off of what you do in the world and the the clients that you serve, both on the corporate and the the individual kind of budding entrepreneur mm-hmm. end of it, there's a lesson for everyone in the stillness of backing up and saying, Okay, this was pretty hectic for twenty twenty like we all were shaken and shifted on some level, whether you were physically directly impacted by this virus or not it Mm -hmm. it permeated our safe Mm -hmm. bubbles you know if we were privileged enough and I I use that very very highlighted privileged enough to have one it definitely permeated that space and yet it also told us that we can't sit in that that space where fear kind of freezes you to your point and it can make you sit like you could have sat there prior to 2011 right like mm-hmm. you could have been like mm, oh yeah no nope, I'm just gonna sit right here and do what I was doing that was might have been paying my bills but it wasn't allowing me the freedom mm-hmm. and autonomy that I have so I really love for you to share with everyone like what was that experience like for you which wasn't because of a global pandemic at the time mm-hmm. but you had your own reasons for wanting to mm-hmm. just move through some more discomfort in order for you to get to that other side of multi-six figures. Absolutely. And the, the,
0: you know, it's one of those things where at the time when I decided to venture out on my own, I held a very high position, one of those C-level positions. I was the chief operating officer of a financial services company in San Francisco. I actually did have the corner office, you know, so wow. it was one of those things where I, I I had been with the company for like eight years. I think, you know, I Mm -hmm. loved my team. I loved everything Uh, on a personal, on a personal level, not so good because that position was not a nine to five Monday through Friday. It Mm -hmm. was a very high demanding, stressful, fast paced. um, And I don't know why they call it nine to five. I never worked a nine to five. It was more like seven to seven, 24, Mm -hmm. seven. But I had a, I, I, again, with that, I don't want to make it sound horrible because I loved my job. I loved working. And with, with that position also came a lot of perks where I loved being a decision maker that had impact on the, the, the direction of the business and all of that. But on a personal level, like I just alluded to my, I was raised by my grandparents, mm-hmm. all of them. And I had my grandmother left and she still lived by herself in San Francisco believe it or not, in her early 90s. Wow. She broke her ankle. You know, She was so independent until, you know, um, until she couldn't be, and even then she was independent in her mind. Mm-hmm. But she broke her ankle, and she required a lot of physical therapy. She, we, she had to go to surgery and go to a convalescent home to recu- recuperate, and we just had the best and, most, and closest bond. But during that time, my demanding job, would not allow me to go and be with her as much as I wanted to. And I resented having to explain or say where I was or why I needed to be late or where I was going to go, why I needed the time off. And so I thought I I knew that, you know, my grandmother was not going to get any better or any younger. And I am so grateful that I had the self-awareness to realize that I had to make a personal choice. And one that would leave me with not those awful regrets, but one that allowed me to have a little bit more flexibility and freedom so that I could be there for my grandmother, who she is one of the main reasons I am who I am. You know, she's in my sense of humor, my taste in music, my food, everything, and also the core values of how you treat family friends, um, uh, people that you come across. And so I made the decision to leave my very high-paying executive position, and I took a different job. I didn't venture out on my own right away. I took a different job that was closer to home thinking I'll have a less commute, uh it won't be as high, st- high stress, you uh-huh. know, allow me to still have the the flexibility. Well, it didn't. I traded one fight for another, <laughs> you know. So then I realized, okay, that's that's my sign. I can't do this. I need to I need the flexibility. I need the, also, I was craving that creative freedom. I wanted to, been there. I had been there, done that. How many times can you do the same thing? And so I converted that last employer into my first consulting paying client. Smart. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I you hear this so much. It's just like I'm a big proponent of, proponent of that. And uh, I was able to be with my grandmother as often as I wanted to. I also uh, participate in her caretaking with my aunt and uncle, and and I I can't tell you just how many perfect moments we had, where even the imperfect moments were perfect, of being able to have a breakfast, a tea, go to the take her to the doctors, um, buy her new clothes, or just drop in and she wasn't expecting me. Those moments were priceless and precious, and uh, everybody has different seasons in their lives as to when they make decisions or why. It could have been that you're a newlywed and you want to start a family or you're relocating to another country. For me, it was taking care of an elderly parent that had given me so much. And I knew that I wasn't going to have her forever. And I didn't want to have the regrets of choosing a job mm-hmm. over being there with her.
1: No, I love that. And I'm so grateful that you were able to share that because a lot of us do have these you know, definitions of allowances that we'll Mm -hmm. use to buck the system that has been oppressing us in in Mm -hmm. one way or another. And like you said, like you're very, your perspective is very balanced. Like you are aware that you had, you know, the privilege of all the hard work that you have done led you to a corner office. I'm assuming your salary was commiserate with that mm-hmm. experience. And there were some personal perks that came with, you know, being mm-hmm. at a certain economic tier mm-hmm. um, and all of that aside, you were like, and not, but, and in parentheses, there was more that you also know that you were worthy of and you just had to make space for it, which meant being even more uncomfortable. Um, whether it was because of that small kind of bridge transition you did, Mm -hmm. to go to the next fight that you didn't know was a fight. Right. (laughs) Uh Um, But it also, it prepared you for your next step. And I think a a lot of people could relate to that on so many levels because Mm -hmm. they think, well, if it's not about an infant or, you know, Mm -hmm. a small child or it's not a major, major disaster, those are the only two acceptable things Mm -hmm. that they could do it. And he said, no, like my, my grandmother who I loved Mm who poured into me, was ready to have her cup filled back up too. Mm-hmm. And she positioned you with all her teachings and all her love and all of her prayer warrior protection and everything else that she surrounded you with. She positioned you to be able to be bold enough to make that decision when you were ready for it. Exactly. Um, and that was exactly brilliant
0: on so many levels. Thank you. It was a decision that I never regretted, never looked back. And even though I didn't always know exactly what was going to be next, um, I, I just had that confidence knowing that, you know, it's going to be okay. It's all, it, it just, I think the but the odds are in my favor. I just always felt that way. It doesn't mean that it wasn't hard work. It just means that um, I wasn't as worried about things not working out. It was more just like, okay, what do I need to do next and and get busy?
1: Yeah, but isn't that like the exact thing that we want our clients to do, mm-hmm. right? Like we want mm-hmm. them to recognize the difficult things that are there. Like, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a reason for strategy because there are some <laughs> challenges that we're going to have to navigate, you know, over a hop, skip, jump, fireproof, you know, all of it. Yes. Um, and still staying in that space of hope where you're mm-hmm. not, um, I forgot the book that it came from, but, uh, it's not mine where someone said, uh, you can't run a business off of hopium. So you, you don't oh, yes. want them, right? Like, you don't want them exactly. sniffing a bunch of hopium about it. You want them right. to be realistic about some of the potential challenges and issues and just being prepared for certain barriers Mm -hmm. that come Mm -hmm. up you know with different business types and all of it and yet hope is so powerful in perspective of what you're dealing with and you were living it you were saying to yourself like you know what for me to live this thing out loud and have the autonomy and the freedom and the flexibility that I feel like my grandmother deserves Mm -hmm. you know so I can really enjoy these days with her and this time and and continue to to love on her because she, she's worth it. And, and I'm worth having this experience with her. I have to really look at what I want and I have to hope for more and mm-hmm. plan for as many of the challenges that I could foresee and do. That was you literally living what you teach. Exactly.
0: And, that's- and I will say that I think at, I had one, one of those moments in my driveway where I was completely like burnt out, had been working probably three weeks in a row without a day off and feeling the guilt of not having seen my grandmother for over a week. And in my driveway where my partner, Eric, was probably inside listening to music, cooking dinner, lucky me, you know, with our dog. And I was about to walk through the door yet again, as the worst version of myself, because the job had just been sucking the life out of me, as opposed to being the best version for the people that I love the most. And again, that is something that it doesn't just happen once in our life. I think things will come up and we have to constantly renegotiate that contract with ourselves. That's when self-integrity comes into play, right? The the, the promises and commitments we make to ourselves. And oftentimes, if we don't share them, we break them. And what does that do to our self-integrity? It starts to, you know, that the breaking of those promises it does chip away at our character and our core values and so you always have a choice every single day you have an opportunity to be better or a better version of yourself not for everybody but at least for yourself so you know i've done it the best that i could because at the end of the day that's all we can do absolutely but we should always be learning and and growing and and trying to be better and forgiving right like that's oh, part yes.
1: of that's part, yes. part of that manifesto of what it is that you want to do and how you want to show up in the world oh, and you're going absolutely. to make We're human. So we're going to yes. make mistakes. And part of your ability to start the next day with a, mm-hmm. a, a fresh slate, if you will, mm-hmm. is to be able to literally forgive the biggest challenge you have in the world, which is mm-hmm. you. And be able to forgive yourself for being exactly. such a challenge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. And, you know, when you start a business or when you're growing a business, I, I think there's a phrase and I can't remember who said it, but it's like new level, new devil. Yeah, you grow, you're going to be faced with challenges. And when you're learning something new or you're about to grow to the next level, oh my goodness, you're going to be challenged. And it, there's a tendency to beat ourselves up or give ourselves some grace. And how, you know, I love the idea of speaking to ourselves the way that we would speak to a loved one or a best friend. You would be so kind and, and gentle, but also with a little bit of tough love, but forgiving and just giving her all these words of encouragement. But yet for ourselves, we have some harsh language. So shut that mean girl up. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, absolutely. You do. You have to be kind to yourself because yourself mm. remembers it. When you want your body to show up for you and it's like, Mm -hmm. nope, I'm not, you're going on a run and you want to get to that fifth mile, your body's like, nope, we're stopping at the fourth mile. There's a reason outside Mm -hmm. of any kind of physical challenges that you won't go that extra extent because you're usually not being kind to yourself. Exactly. It's showing you exactly exactly who's boss.
0: It, it It is. And I think that being in the season of, you know, the, you know, your season 22, and we're wrapping up this, when this episode publishes, we're going to be wrapping up another year. Talk about a year of growth of challenges of just all of these diff- different things that we can look back on and be think, thankful for the lessons that is, you know, living in gratitude of Don't think about all the lack or all the things that you missed out on, especially during those days that we had to be quarantined. Think about what we got. You know, we got our loved ones, our friendships. Maybe, I don't know about you, but I was able to connect with more people during quarantine because we were so conscious, consciously reaching out to make sure, how are you doing? How's your mind? How's your health? How's so-and-so? And so looking back to the year with a sense of abundance and gratitude it sounds so woo woo but um it isn't because you again have a choice you can concentrate on the things that you missed out on the lack that you lost or you can focus on what you still have what you gained what you learned so that way you can face this next year and what how are you going to go into this next year it's your choice Mm.
1: it's that mindset Mm, so well said on so many levels. So I have to ask you, with everything that's been going on in the world between the political unrest, everyone searching for justice and peace and and all the things that we need to be different that we pray will continue to be different with all the changes, Mm -hmm. the micro changes, that have rolled out in addition to all the things that we learned about ourselves, uh, our businesses, our leadership, all the things, you know, because of the shelter in place and the quarantine, With all of that happening and you trying to maintain your own family, your own businesses, and grow your teams in the way that you're doing very successfully, how do you give yourself permission to pause?
0: I love that question so much. You know, I listen to your podcast, so I know that you (laughs) listen. I know you ask that question of your guests, and I, I do appreciate it because Sometimes we take it for granted that we actually have a plan for ourselves, that we do do things uh, on purpose. I for sure do that. I give myself permission, but with structure, with boundaries and commitment. And what I mean by that is even from day one, when I started my consulting practice back in early 2011, I had a set schedule, meaning like when I would work. Of course, there are seasons when you're launching a new product or a big deadline. But for the most part, there's a beginning and an end to my day because spending time with my family, uh, meeting my girlfriends for, for dinner or going to take a class, whether it's a dance class or an improv class, which <laughs> I highly, highly recommend if you're an introvert like me.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh,
0: but you have to, it can't be all about the work and all about business your brain needs a break. And that comes into the, the structure with boundaries, goes with myself, but also with family, with clients, making sure that they know I will be available to you, but not 24-7, because you don't want that anyway. You, you're going to have a very bitter, angry version of Veronica, and nobody wants that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then with the commitment is, I go back to that self-integrity. You know, I That's defined as the commitments and self-integrity is defined as the commitments, um, the the promises and commitments that we make to ourselves and the act of keeping them. And so oftentimes we let other people get in the way of that. And because we feel uh, some sort of obligation or guilt, especially if it's someone who has uh, influence over you, like a parent or a teacher mm-hmm. or a boss, you know, and we very quickly will put our needs or our things to the back burner in order to accommodate somebody else's asks or demands um, requests whatever you want to call it and so we have to make a commitment to ourselves that in order for us to show up as the best version of ourselves for our community for our business for our clients family friends we have to make sure that we take care of ourselves and that means spending time with people that we enjoy being around replenishing i love audiobooks i love podcasts and i love movies Um, don't ask me what kind of movies, because I'll have to fib a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we all have to do something. And for me, I, I give myself permission by, okay, I have made the commitment to have a work day or a work life that is, you know, dedicated to a certain amount of hours. And then I'm done. And then I'm committed to then being there for friends, family, my loved one, my partner, Eric, our dog, our 14-year-old dog, who uh, is just sassy as ever. But, you know, she requires love, too, and attention. And so that's how I get back is because if when I spend time with my loved ones and I know that I'm there for them and I'm very present in the moment, I get, I get my tank filled up. Yep. So.
1: That's yeah. right. You get to pour from your overflow when you stay yes. completely full, oh, which is so you're right. It's it's so much better for everyone else. I always say like Nikita is an amazing person, but don't meet Kia because that means I'm at the bottom of my cup. That means that some, something went wrong somewhere. I was over giving, <sighs> overdoing, right? Mm-hmm. Over feeling, yeah. you know, something. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not good for anyone, but most it importantly isn't. for me, so officially, mm-hmm. it's, not in, it's not good for me, mm-hmm. um, which is why I value you being so honest and so transparent about that because it's exactly. crucial. Mm-hmm. You are awesome. Woo! Thank you. Well, Great so, conversation. You know, I I'm like, oh my gosh, we could talk about ever. There's so many questions I have for you. Uh, but the one that's the most important right now for all the listeners that are out there is how can they connect with you?
0: So my headquarters is my domain name, com. And uh, I'd love to offer your, your uh, listeners, Nikita, that on my homepage, I've got quite a few free business resources that I offer to my audience and that I know that are so valuable. I get great feedback on them. But it's all about how to nurture your, the contacts in your network, mm-hmm. because I often tell people your clients are in the context of your network. I'm not talking about the email list, but I'm talking about people that you've met work with uh we're in organizations with or some sort of uh event so I, I have a resource for that and a few other things that i'd love for them to go and grab um again that's veronica and all my social channels are there so they can always connect with me on instagram or facebook or linkedin it's a long name so <laughs> just, <laughs> Less than. It's a beautiful
1: name, and I was so overly focused. Like, I know I can say this name right. I know
0: you can say it.
1: I'm questioning it at the same time that I'm saying it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. So, make sure you all go to veronicasagasumate.com, get your freebies and your resources, but most importantly, reach out because she's here to help. And to the point that she's made very clearly throughout this entire conversation, it's really important to do what you say you're going to do. So, if you are ready, to even just have a conversation with an expert, someone who has been on the ground, in the trenches, understanding this is what we can do to help your business grow, then make sure you give her a call slash tag slash uh, go, to, <laughs> go to, the, to the contact area. All the of things, the
0: website, right? all the things. <laughs> and as we wrap up another year, let's go out strong so we can bring in the new year even stronger. And what is that saying?
1: Stronger together we are stronger together. Absolutely. You are so amazing. I'm so grateful you carved out time for us today. Yes. I have loved
0: this conversation. Thank you so much for having me and I will look forward to our next conversation.
1: You better because there's going to be more in store. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you, Nikita. Balance Boldly listeners. Oh. Wasn't this a beautiful way to meld out all that was chaotic and that didn't feel good and that felt frustrating and overwhelming? And now you are prepared. Your toolkit should be filled up to the brim with actionable, tangible things that you can use to make sure that you have a beautiful, well balanced work, life, and love as you move forward into your 2021 and beyond. God willing. And beyond. This was amazing for me. I'm so full in my heart right now with everything that I've also been learning. These experts are not just good for you. They are good for me too. Let me tell you, I'm so excited to be around good energy, high vibrations, and just people who are being very authentic and transparent. And how they show up in the world, because it's the only way that I know how to live for better or for worse. And all that comes with that. And I'm so honored to be able to share this with you and not just keep all this goodness for myself. Because that would be that wouldn't be selfish. Selfish would be good. That would be stingy. And I don't want to be stingy. I'm a giver. So I want to make sure that we're able to continue to do that. If you have questions or issues or challenges or thoughts about anything that you learned today and you want to go deeper and you're not really sure, just reach out to me. I'm at Ask Nikita on all the platforms. You guys know you can go to asknikita at bigpro.com If you want to an email and you have a question, you're like, oh, I wanted to ask Veronica this or to ask you whatever, Nikita, and I was a little nervous about doing it. You can do it privately, and you can even sign your question anonymously. Just remember to take off your signature at the bottom. We've had some people say anonymous, and then their name was still there. so. Funny, you know, true story, but it's happened. Um, so in addition to like not laughing out loud at that too often, I want to make sure that you guys know that this is a safe space both on and off the air, because uh, this is what we do. This is the, the reason that I created Balance Bowl Leaves to have these amazing balance tools that all the ambitious women in business and those few brave men that are out here listening for themselves, for their spouses, for their daughters, for their sisters, that you can get everything you need to continue. So God bless you. I pray that this year and all the lessons that you were able to gather from the gift of what this year brought as yucky and confusing as it might have looked on the outskirts of it, that you were able to literally cultivate the earth underneath of you and seed it and water it with growth opportunities. So again, if you have questions, make sure that you reach out to ask. Nikita at Zipo.com or tag me on one of the social forums. For some reason if you made it to the end of this year and you have not picked up my book Selfish I don't know where you are in the world. Maybe you're just a brand new listener. But you can go on Amazon, Barnes and nobles, all the places to pick it up. Uh, It is my survival memoir, my personal transformation story. It is not a step-by-step book, but it is very much my blood on pages to help you not make some of the mistakes that I made and also learn from all the victorious moments that I had the opportunity and privilege to grow from as well. So if you want to be in my business, pick up the book. It's called Selfish permission to pause, live, love, and laugh your way to joy on all the places you can go. In the meantime, I want you to go. I want you to create your balance and create your joy. But remember, remember people, do it boldly. Thank you for listening.